Welcome in to another edition of the WISports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, General Manager at WISports.net and your host for the WSN podcast. We're going to get right into things today. We're going to have a conversation coming up shortly with Brad Reinhardt, the head boys basketball coach at Aquinas High School and one of the organizers of the Midwest Players Classic, a great event coming up next weekend, Friday and Saturday, January 12th and 13th at the Lacrosse Center in Lacrosse. One that uh, an event that I've been able to go to a number of times over the years. Great teams, great competition there always. Uh, I think it's 12 total games between Friday and Saturday. So uh, Coach Reinhardt's going to preview that event with us. Um, but before we do that, let's remind everybody out there to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at Wisconsin DOT. Gov. Thank you to our friends at the Wisconsin Department of Transportation for sponsoring the WSN podcast. Also to our friends at B3 Sciences. Are you looking for an athletic advantage for your athlete or team? B3 Sciences is the answer. Originally limited to only Olympic caliber athletes, it is now available to anyone. Increase vertical leap, quickness, speed, and strength through a more effective, efficient, and safer way to get a deeper level of fatigue and more muscle fiber recruitment than many modern workouts. Visit drken.b3sciences.com and take a 30-day no-risk test drive. Technology trusted by the Milwaukee Brewers, Chicago Cubs, LA Clippers, USA Powerlifting Team, Kansas City Chiefs, and more. Well, there's uh, there's certainly goings-on in basketball right now with uh, coming out of the holiday break. A lot of changes in the coaches' poll. <clears throat> in fact, on the, the boys' side, more than half of the teams that were in the rankings in the last poll before Christmas, suffered at least one loss uh, since that time. So there were plenty of uh, shakeups in the boys' basketball coaches' poll. Three of the top-ranked teams lost. Now two of them maintained their number one position, in part because of some losses elsewhere in the rankings. But um, So you can check out the new coaches' polls that came out this week. There's been some uh, player rankings updates that both Mark Miller and Norbert Durst did recently as well. So make sure to check those out. We've got our scoreboard fixed on uh, Wisports.net. Um, the date selector at the top. Uh, our long national nightmare is over. Uh, the uh, Our overlords at Sports Engine who provide the platform for our site uh, were, were gracious enough to get that fixed after 10 days or so. But uh, it's fixed. So we can get back to enjoying the games and you can get back to looking ahead and looking back at some of the uh, the schedules and matchups on our schedule page. Into January, into conference time for uh, many teams, going to be heavy on the conference action. So uh, a lot going on there. You know, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, Friday nights are going to be jam-packed with sometimes more than 300 games between boys and girls around the state of Wisconsin. But again, some of the big games coming up next week will be at the Midwest Players Classic. Let's get to our conversation with Brad Reinhardt to talk about that event coming up at the Lacrosse Center next week. All right, we're getting close to one of the big events of the season, one of the big in-season events, uh, the Midwest Players Classic coming up next Friday and Saturday, January 12th and 13th at the Lacrosse Center. And to talk about that, we'll bring in Aquinas head coach Brad Reinhardt, one of the organizers of the event. Coach, appreciate you taking some time to uh, to chat a little bit more about the event, something that we've been involved with and, and I've been in attendance at a number of times over the years. 
a great in-season event. So thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for having us. And then uh, thanks for all the work you guys do to promote events like this and, and just the, the game of basketball in general in the state. Such a, such a great service you guys do here, man. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Checks in the mail as always. Um, <laughs> let's get into, uh, let's get into breaking down this year's event though. Uh, and, and I guess before we break down this year's event, let's, let's go back and talk a little bit of history of the event. I think we've done this before in some of our conversations, but want to make sure we do it for anyone that might be new or, uh, teams that are participating for the first time, maybe fans that are heading to the lacrosse center for the first time. Give us a little bit of the background in the history on how this event got started and then uh, we'll get into maybe some of the, the noteworthy teams and games and players that have participated, but genesis of the event and your involvement over the years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, this will be year 14 for us. Um, so back in 2011, uh, Rick Schneider was the head coach here at Aquinas. Uh, Bronson Koenig was a sophomore. And some of the event invites started to pile up for for our team um, and, and the opportunities for for us to go to the Twin Cities, for us to go to uh, Mark's event with the basketball yearbook shootout and border battles, those types of things. And um, Rick and, and our coaching staff just kind of looked at those events and the opportunities that they create for the kids and and the environment that they create and and, and the types of games you can get and said, you know, hey, we're a, we're a great crossroads between the metro areas in Wisconsin and right along the border with Minnesota and bringing in teams from, from the twin cities and, and up and down the river, of Minnesota. Um, so, so why don't we look at doing this? We've got the old CBA venue um, that the lacrosse cappers played in for years and, and uh, they've done the lacrosse center has done a nice job of now renovating that. And, and so it just really came together nicely um, to, to be able to showcase basketball here in the, in the Cooley region against some of the state's, uh, best and comparable teams to, to those teams. Uh, but then to be able to host games for our local fans that, that put teams from the twin cities and, and, and Des Moines and, and different areas against teams from the Fox cities against teams from Madison and Milwaukee and, and just kind of being a nice central location for those teams to get together and, and, and showcase the individual talent, the high level teams that, that we've been blessed with, uh, you know, in, in our region. And, and, and so it, it's just created a, a good run. We started with, I believe five or six, six games the first year. And now we've grown to 12 games over two days and, and, and just really trying to, to do the most we can with, with the event. We have seen so many incredible teams and players at the Midwest Players Classic over the years, uh, dozens and dozens of Division One players, multiple uh, NBA players. Give us some of the highlights, some of the top players, noteworthy players that that people would recognize that have been at the uh, Lacrosse Center, played in the Midwest Players Classic over the years. Yeah, absolutely. So um, some of the guys that we've seen, um, you know, local to our region is the the Bronson Koenigs and Matt Thomases and 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 whatnot. But we've seen guys that have that have gone on, you know, to to have you know runs in the NBA, current runs in the NBA, like Chet Holmgren and and Jalen Suggs from Minnehaha Academy. Um, Reed Travis um, played for De La Salle up in the Twin Cities, and McKinley Wright from Champlin Park. Those guys have have scratched NBA rosters from time to time. Um, 
you know, just, just kids with really good high school careers like Diamond Stone and, uh, man, just trying to think, uh, you know, the, the run that Lacrosse Central had. We got to see the, the, the Davises and, and, and whatnot, Kobe King, those types of guys. Um, just, just some really, really high level individual talent guys like Brad Davison that played for the Badgers and got to watch Michael Jones play for Stanford last night. He's our second all-time leading scorer and put on just a, a shooting clinic down here one year, uh, back in 2017. So just seen some really, really exceptional performances from some of these really high level individuals. You referenced Brad Davison, uh, playing for Maple Grove at the time holds the event record with 39 points. That was a year I was at one of the great performances I've seen in person, just uh, an incredible performance that he had. I can't remember which team they were playing that year. If it was Milwaukee Riverside, maybe, um, but you know, just kind of a, a breakout type performance. I don't think he was even, was he even committed to Wisconsin at that time yet? I don't, it... I don't believe he had had his commitment yet at that point. Um, I, I think, you know, that was, that was really, he had had, a few big games earlier in that season and and I think that one really put him on the map in terms of like this kid can do it all he's he's out there making big play after big play and 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 just I mean getting a bucket anytime he wanted to um just a just a special game I mean that that was one of the best individual performances that I've ever seen out of a high school kid are there yeah, other are there other particular games that stand out? Any, you know, barn burners or last second shots or performances, anything else uh, beyond maybe just some of the individual uh, instances that, that you remember yeah. over the years? Yeah. Some of the best were, you know, seeing Reed Travis from De La Salle go head to head with Henry Ellenson from Rice Lake um, was, was just special and seeing two bigs like that really go at each other was, was awesome. Central, uh, lacrosse central and, and Minnehaha had just a, just an awesome, I think it was like a 55, 59 game. The Minnehaha came out on top and, and just, just a really, really high level high school basketball game there. Um, you know, going back a little ways, um, you know, we had Iowa city West here that was just loaded up with talent and they, they played De La Salle to a, you know, a final possession type game, uh, back in like 2014. Um, We've just, we've just every year, you know, very, very few one-sided games. We've had just, you know, we try to do our best to pair these teams up where, you know, they know they're going to get a good game and, 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 you know, the, the try to get these teams to, you know, barring any injuries or transfers or anything like that, you know, trying to get them just, just a game that gets them ready for their state tournament run at the end of the year. Of course, the, uh, the Kings at Caledonia have been, Fixtures there for many years. Owen King put on some big time performances uh, at the Lacrosse Center. I remember as well. Uh, Absolutely. Let's let's get into this year's event a little bit. Um, I'll just go through the schedule. Let's start with Friday's action. Uh, girls' game kicks things off on Friday, January twelfth. Aquinas versus Assumption. That's a big time matchup at four p.m. Assumption's undefeated in the top ranked team in the latest Division Five coaches poll on Wisports.net. Aquinas opted up to Division Three this year and is uh, ranked in the top ten in Division Three. So that's the four o'clock game. Then your Aquinas Blue Golds, uh, the boys' team, takes on Arcadia at five thirty. Prescott versus Stewartville, Minnesota, at seven in Onalaska against the Forest at eight thirty on Friday. 
just talk us through a little bit of the matchups on Friday. Yeah, you know, I think Friday night is going to lend itself to some good, good games. I think, you know, uh, our girls in Assumption have a, have a, their coaching staff uh, have a, have a good, uh, healthy relationship between the two of them. And, and uh, they, they've been looking to get this game together uh, when the timing is right. And, and they felt this year was a good time to do that. Um, so we're looking forward to, to kicking it off with that one and, and going back to back with our, our girls and our guys. And, and, you know, with an early start, like four o'clock, um, you know, hopefully getting some students, uh, we're only a mile away from the lacrosse center. So, you know, open the doors after school and, and send them all down to the lacrosse center and create some environment on Friday night with some, some students in attendance and whatnot. Um, and then as you get into, to, um, Prescott and Stewartville, I think you're going to have. Uh, two just really, really well-coached teams. Um, you know, Dallas Wellens, a, a heck of a player at, at Prescott and and Stewartville. Uh, just you know, they come at you with depth and and, and they got the the Shedder kid. Henry Shedder's a nice player for them, and and I think that'll be a really good evenly matched game, game and should be a good Friday night battle. Uh, and then Alaska and DeForest. Um, you know, Coach Stewart at DeForest uh, coached with us here at Aquinas for a while. Um, it's going to be great to get his guys up here and and uh, get on Alaska their first of of two games over the course of the of the event. Um, and, and I think you know his team's kind of getting it going here a little bit, and and uh, I think it'll be a good battle with on Alaska in, in the nightcap on Friday. All right, let's go through some of the early games on Saturday. Action begins at ten o'clock. Fall Creek against GET. Cody Schultz is uh, a high scoring. Uh, guard at GET. Uh, got a chance to see him a couple years ago in your Aquinas tournament that uh, you guys host over the holiday break. 11.30, or excuse me, Cody Schmitz, right? Not Schultz. Yeah, Cody Schmitz. Cody Schmitz, Schmitz absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 11.30, West Salem, who, of course, made it to the state tournament last year, takes on Fox Valley Lutheran. Holman against uh, Pius out of the Milwaukee area. Ja- Jaquan Johnson doing some uh, some big things for Pius this year, one of the bigger uh, performers so far in the early part of the season. And then Darlington, a highly ranked team in division four takes on Lake city out of Minnesota. Those are the first four games on uh, Saturday. What are some noteworthy things that stand about some of those teams uh, looking at the early games on Saturday? Yeah, I think, you know, you said it, said it right, right out of the gate at 10 o'clock, you know, Cody Schmitz is, is a special offensive talent. Um, you know, he's got range. He's got some athleticism. He he does some great things with the ball in his hands. Um, got to We got to square off with them here in our holiday tournament, and I got to see him the night before against uh, Northwestern. He put up 38, um, got 21 against us, and, and earned every every single point he got. I mean, he he really had to work for him. Um, really special score, one of the one of the high level scores in the state. So that'll that'll be a good game to kick things off. Um, Bo, Bo Volrath from Fall Creek's been out, but they still have, you know, some talent behind him. So, so I look for that to be a competitive game. Um, West Salem and their depth and and some of their quality with, with Kyle Haley and, and Tamarian Henderson uh, against Fox Valley Lutheran, who's just tough, hard-nosed team and, and, and really well-coached, uh, clean offensive team, I think should be a, a really good battle. Um you know, working with Coach Wagner on on finding a game, and and uh, Coach Wineland from Fox Valley, um, he, he's brought teams when he was at Saint Croix Lutheran in Minnesota. Now this is the second time he's brought his Fox Valley team in. Every time one of his teams is here, they're just 
it's just great basketball that they put on the floor. So I'm really looking forward to to just seeing a a, a really high level game there. Um, yeah, Pius. I mean, you get Jaquan Johnson. Uh, he'll come in and 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 hopefully continue the the scoring streak that he's been on. Um, pretty dynamic guard uh, against Holman. I think the two coaches there have a little bit of history and relationships. So, so that was a game that, that both of them were looking forward to getting on the schedule. Um, and, and that, that two thirty game with Lake city and Darlington, um, you said it, right. I mean, Darling, Darlington's right there in the top of division four Lake city is going to be right there in the top of their three, a division in Minnesota. Um, uh, we played them last year. Coach Berge's just his, his team's awesome. Uh, well coached. They got, a uh, good point guard and, and Hunter Lawrenson and and Keegan Ryan's a, a really good athletic forward for them. Um, watching him match up probably with Will Murray and and, and what what Darlington's got, I, I think that'll be a really really good contest for sure. We're talking with Brad Re- Brad Reinhardt, the head coach at Aquinas, the boys coach at Aquinas, organizer of the uh, Midwest Players Classic held next weekend, January twelfth and thirteenth at the lacrosse center we'll get into some information on how you can get tickets how you can watch the games in a little bit but let's finish up uh looking at saturday's games on the schedule four o'clock top ranked mineral point will take on caledonia one of the uh, more consistent teams a perennial contender in the state of minnesota 5 30 you've got east ridge out of minnesota against on alaska seven o'clock is owatana minnesota against eau claire memorial who's uh, been in the rankings much of the year. And then the 8.30 nightcap, the defending Division Four state champion Luther Knights take on the Somerset Spartans. Uh, what do we what do we know about some of these teams, especially, excuse me, those teams from uh, Minnesota playing later in the day on Saturday? Yeah, you know, uh, Caledonia's had a great start to their season. Um, Coach King's kids, um, you know, were, were all, they, they got so much experience coming back. They all started as sophomores last year and, pretty junior heavy group this year. And, um, you know, they, they just, they just come at you. I mean, their transition game is strong. They, they work so hard defensively. Um, you know, no, no shining star, but, but they've just got the right pieces and they play well together. And, and, and so I think they're just a, a, a really fun team to watch, uh, the style of basketball that they play. Uh, and I think it should be a really good matchup with obviously, you know, state's top ranked D4 team in, in Mineral Point, uh, you know, Coach Burrison and and the guys that he has with with Landon Thousand and Eli Lindsay. And, and I think I think it's going to set up to be a pretty good matchup and, and one of the fans will, will definitely want to be in their seat for um, pretty high level game against two very similar sized schools and and, and whatnot. Uh, you get into that 5:30 game with Eastridge and Onalaska, and uh, Eastridge has a has a wing kid named Cedric Thomas that that is uh, a, a really special talent. Um, their record is is probably only about 500 right now. Last time I checked, uh, but they're playing some of the Twin City Metros, you know, top top teams, and and so I expect Onalaska to have their hands full in that contest, and 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 should be a really high level battle. I mean. Uh, you could see Thomas and Evan Anderson go head to head or, or at least uh, display what they both do offensively. And maybe you see a guy like Adam Skifton have to, have to try to lock him up and um, it should, should be a pretty good, pretty good matchup. I think uh, coach Williams at Oatana has brought his team down a few times now. Um, 
just have a, a good relationship with him and really respect how his team goes about it with depth and numbers and, and just playing a lot of guys. And, and so I think uh, them with Eau Claire Memorial and, and guys like Cooper Jesperson and, and, and just how Eau Claire runs their offense and, and generates looks. I, I think that'll be a, a pretty high level basketball game. Um, you know, you don't have maybe, you know, that, that, that D one top end kid, but, but you, you're going to have two really, really high level teams that expect to make deep playoff runs and um, it should, should be really good. And then we'll close the night out with Luther who, you know, uh, they're, they're kind of figuring it out here under, under coach Anki. Um, they're started the season, you know, middle of the pack in the, in the, you know, top 10 of, of division four. Uh, I think they just dropped out of the rankings this, this last poll, but, but still have some talent and Sam Horman and Logan Barr and, 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 and just, you know, kids that play hard and, and know how to win. Uh, and then Somerset's just so battle tested out, out of their conference and, and, you know, playing teams like Prescott night in, night out, you know, I, I think should be a good night, good game to close out the night for us. All right, folks want to go again. The, the action begins next Friday at four o'clock. If you are going we want to make sure that you help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, Brad, uh, if people do want to attend, give us a breakdown on ticket information, how they can get tickets, uh, how much tickets are, and, and how that process works. Yeah. So for, for all the information, whether it's schedule tickets, live streaming, ev everything's right on our website, it's midwestplayersclassic.com. Um, so you go there. Um, we've got, uh, we're going to go cashless with ticketing this year. You can use a card at the gate or you can pre-buy online. Uh, we use just a games platform for ticketing. The link is right on our website, right on the homepage. Um, so tickets for Friday, you get four games for, for $10 for adults. Uh, $7 for students and seniors. And then on Saturday, you get eight games for $15. Uh, and again, students and seniors are, are $7 each. Um, and then kids uh, five and under are, are admitted free for those games. So um, right on our website, MidwestPlayersClassic.com. Um, it'll help the lines at the, at the you know, gate uh, as, as each game starts. The more people that we can get to pre-buy those tickets and, and just have them on their phone, um, we'll keep that line moving as best we can, get everybody in and, um, and, and should be, should be easy, easy entry and went really smooth last year. We're looking forward to, uh, another, another great, great day with games, you know, with, with people with butts in seats and, and enjoying some really good basketball. Lacrosse center, especially with the renovations that you mentioned, uh, that they did a couple of years ago is a great place to watch basketball. Uh, not a bad seat in the house. You'll, you'll get good seats all the way around the arena. Um, so a really good opportunity to get out and see some great games, $10 for four games, $15 for eight games. High school sports remains the best value in live uh, sports viewing by far in the Midwest players classic. One of those events you're going to want to get to. If you can't get to it though, uh, will the games be streamed? Which games will be streamed? How can people watch if they're not able to get over to lacrosse? Yeah, so all all twelve games will be streamed. Um, um, the the streaming platform that we use is is through Just a Game Live. Uh, it is right on our website, MidwestPlayersClassic.com. Uh, you can go there, uh, just like any any game through the Just a Game um, 
platform. You're, 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 it's a pay-per-view situation, so they're not not streamed live free. Um, with the event being a, a fundraiser for our booster club and whatnot, um, there is a pay gate on there. But but all fans from out of market, statewide fans, anybody who wants to to dial in, um, they can jump right on our website, and, and those games are are available. Uh, all twelve will be streaming live. All right, and one of my favorite parts when when I able am able to get over there is uh, taking in uh, our good friends at Big Board Barbecue, whether it's in the media hospitality area or getting over to their location in West Salem. Uh, hopefully, they'll be around again. Did I see also that you have uh, uh, Badger Sports uh, Card Shop that might be there as yeah. well? A- anything else going on kind of around so, the games? Anything yeah, else so you want to plug? We're always looking for be- ways to make the event better and, and give a better fan experience and, and make it cool for the kids that are attending as players. Cause, cause ultimately it's in the name, right? We, we are all about our players and trying to treat them well when they come. Um, so, you know, as, as our, all the players that are in attendance, they're going to get a shirt for playing. They're going to get, you know, Gatorade and pizza after their games and, and just all about giving them a special experience uh, as they come. But for the fans, for those kids that are in attendance, uh, from the teams, uh, Badger Break Sports Shop here in in Onalaska is going to sponsor our player of the game. And then they're also going to be doing, uh, they're going to have a little booth set up on the arena floor. And they're going to be doing like uh, a jersey giveaway throughout the event, uh, mystery box jerseys, some of the stuff that they do with breaking sports cards and giving away helmets and jerseys, that sort of stuff. So um, uh, that's going to be part of their experience that they deliver. And then we've got a new, you know, uh, sneakers shop here in the Cooley region. Uh, it's called at kicks and at kicks is one of our sponsors this year. And they are going to set up a pop-up pop-up shop right on the, the arena floor. And they're going to have, you know, all of the, the Jordans and dunks and all the, all the, all the sneakers the kids are looking for these days, uh, right on, on hand, um, doing what they do, buying, selling, trading, trading sneakers, uh, and doing some giveaways and raffles, uh, of, of their own as well. So that's going to be a, a new experience for the fans right down on the arena floor during the event. And again, Big Boar uh, Barbecue, if you get a chance between games, after games, before games this weekend, and you're coming into town, check them out in West Salem, 510 Commerce Street. You will not be disappointed. Uh, One of my favorite places to go when we go up to the uh, lacrosse area. So uh, make sure to check them out and support the sponsors of the Midwest Players Classic. They are listed on the uh, on the uh, Midwest Players Classic website. Um, so make sure you check them out, support them. Uh, and coach, as you said, this is all a fundraiser for your program, the Aquinas basketball program. You know, what are some of the things that you've been able to do with your program and within your program, um, you know, from the proceeds and from some of the things that you've been able to do with with the Midwest Players Classic? Yeah, so so it is a fundraiser. It's a partnership between our boys basketball program and the Aquinas uh, Booster Club. And so, so it has, you know, the, 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 the things that we've been able to do, you know, like all teams, you know, uniforms need to be replaced and you need your, you know, you need your shooting machine. You need to replace basketballs, those types of standard operating things. Um, but we've looked at it more from a, from a school community and, and what kind of good we can do. So over the years, we've, we've donated to our, our theater renovation project here at Aquinas. We've, um, we've added, uh, additional baskets in the gym, you know, those, those types of things, but then more so outside of the basketball program, we've, you know, 
the booster club steps in in so many areas and and helps provide our our co-op uh, experiences with with the you know sports like hockey and swimming and gymnastics and 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 all the team you know the ones that we co-op with they step in and help fund those opportunities fund travel for our teams fund our strength center and our nutrition center for our athletes um so really it's it's all about providing the the student athlete experience and the the overall enhancing the, the school community here at Aquinas. Before we let you go, I do want to ask you about your team, the Aquinas Blue Golds, who again are competing on Friday night in the Midwest Players Classic, but you're coming off a couple wins in your holiday tournament that you hosted. You're nine and one, ranked in the top 10 right now, looking competitive in the Mississippi Valley Conference. You know, tell us a little bit about this year's squad and you know, what some of the goals and ambitions and, and possibilities might be for, for your team. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we've got a great group of kids um, with a lot of experience that came back from last year. So uh, they were, they were pretty focused uh, this summer in, in, you know, workouts and summer league and, and making sure they were taking advantage of time to be in the gym. Um, had, had a handful of kids that were out, you know, playing with their A youth teams and doing their thing that way. Um, and so we came back to school in the fall and all of our, our guys were having success in their fall sports coming out of soccer, coming out of cross country, coming out of football, all of them had really, really high level success. And I, I think that culture of, of, of com competing and winning and, and just knowing what it takes to be successful benefits us as we, as we come into the winter season and. And while we may have had kind of a slow rolling start with those sports running late and, you know, kind of a week behind the eight ball getting started, you know, there's no substitute for having kids that that understand how to win and, and how to prepare to win. Um, so so that was really the foundation for for coming into the season was experience and 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 just understanding how to win. So, you know, it's been a slow rolling start here. We've you know, we're slowly making progress towards where we want to be, but, but we're fortunate in having guys that are, are really, really bought into getting after it defensively. Um, so guys like John Skemp and, and Shane Willenbring in the middle, and they, they, they just do such a good job defensively of setting the tone and, and then just defending together that, that once we get the ball and, and can go on the offensive side, you know, they can turn the reins over to guys like Walter Burns and Logan Becker and Tanner Peterson and, and those guys do such a good job of, of sharing the ball and finding open opportunities that it's that it's led to some success here early in the season for us. And, and then we've just leaned, let, been able to lean on our depth um, where a lot of teams will come at you with seven or eight guys. We're able to run eight, nine, ten guys out there and and keep bodies fresh and, and generate the pace and, and tempo of the game that we want to that we want to get most nights. And I apologize if you if you mentioned it. How many of your guys uh, were on that state championship football team this fall that, that won their third title in a row? Yeah, I want to say we had uh, nine, eight, eight of our varsity guys were uh, on, on that football team, I believe. Um, and and program wide, it was something like 19 or 20. Um, so those guys were there. John Skemp was out finishing in the, I think, top three or four in the state and cross country. Um, and then we had, we had a few guys on the soccer team as well. So I think we only have uh, one or two kids on our, on our varsity roster that are not uh, three sport athletes. 
That's what we love to see. Uh, Coach, Absolutely. we appreciate you taking some time to uh, to get us up to speed on your team and uh, break down the Midwest Players Classic. Again, if you're looking for information, you can check out the Midwest Players Classic website. The full schedule, the ticket link is there. We'll have a expanded preview on WIS Sports next week as well with all of the information. But again, get out, check it out. So many talented players and teams have competed there over the years. It's one of the premier in-season events that you won't want to miss. Coach, appreciate you taking some time and joining us on the WSN podcast. Hey, thanks a lot, man. All right, a big thank you to Coach Reinhardt for joining us on the WSN podcast. Again, if you're looking for more information, you can check out MidwestPlayersClassic.com for the full schedule, for the link to buy tickets. Again, you can buy them at the door, but it will be cashless. You can find the link to the video streams and more information. And as I uh, referenced earlier, we will have a further preview, a more in-depth preview next week on Wisports.net, likely Tuesday or Wednesday uh, with some additional information with the full schedule. Uh, so you can be sure to check that out as well. Well, I'm going to get out of here. If you haven't uh, noticed, my my voice isn't uh, isn't the best right now. Been dealing with a little bit of a bug, like so many other people. So I'm not going to uh, to try to belabor that any more than uh, than I have to. Um, but before we uh, before we jet, one more chance to remind everybody to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Winter weather is coming. We are going to be having some uh, some slick spots, some postponements, some cancellations at some point this winter. So make sure that we all arrive safely at our destination. And as a parent of a, uh, a new driver still on his permit, working towards his license later this year when he turns 16... I uh, certainly hope that, uh, that my son is doing all of those things to keep himself safe. But that will do it for today for the WSN Podcast. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you at a game.